Yay! Yay! I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. You sure? Yes. Okay. We're watching the episodes Re- Resolutions and Betrayal. <laughs> All right. So, um, Resolutions is our New Year's Eve episode, as uh, um, as I predicted in the last episode, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, during this whole opening sequence, I was really thinking how much I missed how big New Year's Eve was back then, or even years before then, when Dick Clark was hosting. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, it just seemed like a bigger deal. Maybe I just watched a lot of Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> or was it when Harry met Sally? The New Year's Eve happens at the end. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think I think it's Harry and Sally. Mm. Maybe it's both. Which one has Meg Ryan? That's a joke. All right. So, <laughs> so I wrote down the resolutions. I don't know if you did. Well, I did, and also Nutty did. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Well, I'll uh, I'll read you what I have here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, stop being so introspective. That's mm-hmm. Angela, and stop doing Jordan's homework. <laughs> Yeah, Angela's stop getting caught up in my own thoughts. I'm way too introspective, I think. Yeah, but then she's like, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> I end up be sounding too shallow or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think she just kind of resolved to not do Jordan's homework anymore. Mm-hmm. But then we see her doing Jordan's homework. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharon is done with sex unless it's someone she loves and respects. Which is not Kyle, who says he wants to spend more time with his dog and Sharon. <laughs> uh, Katimsky is giving up coffee for some reason. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> because back then, it, coffee was different. I was watching Manhattan, the yeah. Woody Allen Manhattan, and they make a joke about how only old people drink coffee. What? Yeah. So the. The way society looks at coffee has changed Hmm. very much over the years. Coffee is life. Well, and just like now, any article that you find where it's saying like people that drink caffeine live long, you know, like you can find you can find articles saying that, (laughs) you know, all the benefits that caffeine has. And then you can find articles that people ignore that are like, oh, people who die. Uh, you know, people who drink more than three cups of coffee a day die earlier, or, or something like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, just like m- most things that people are debating about. I mean, I don't know how many articles that I've read that are like, "No, dude, overweight is healthy. Overweight <laughs> is good. Stay overweight." <laughs> uh, so. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, this week potatoes kill you. So. Oh, potatoes now. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, the resolutions continue with Brian stop obsessing over Angela, Danielle Matt Badger mom's let her wear makeup, Ricky find somewhere to belong, um, Rayanne stop drinking, and Patty less judgmental and critical, lighten up, be supportive, not suspicious, and Graham not get into business and stop having these long talks with Hallie, who. And then Jordan's like, wait a second, is tonight New Year's Eve? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, Katemski turns into a crazy person because, yes, you just need coffee. I mean, you you get used to coffee, you just need coffee in your life, you know, 
So I don't know what is why. I mean, that's what I wrote. I'm like, who who quits coffee? Who does this? Um, I don't know, but you know, I went to New Orleans and I went to the New Orleans Museum of Art. My favorite thing in the world mm-hmm. is going to the cafe at the at the whatever museum and having coffee and a pastry or whatever. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it more than the art. <laughs> oh, so do you see like the art nearby as you're sitting there? Yeah, it's thoughtfully cool. sipping at your yeah. coffee. Yeah, I went in. I, I bought my ticket, and the lady said, uh, "I said, oh, do you have a cafe? Because it was like two o'clock. Two o'clock is my coffee time." And she said, yes, we have some really good food in our cafeteria, in our cafe, and we also have wine and beer. I said, of course you do. And she said, yeah, of course we do. We wouldn't be New Orleans without it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, So, Jordan, I liked liked the Jordan stuff in this episode. It was some fun. I mean, the part where he realizes he's taking advantage of Angela, so that's good. But – I think more importantly, I like the stuff where uh, he and Brian are talking and Brian's tutoring him. Oh, my gosh. That was great. tutoring Brian. Yeah. Jordan (laughs) starts tutoring Brian. (laughs) And just the coolness of this whole – the whole pencil trick, you know, like – well, not the trick, but like – she like this girl returns a pencil to Brian, and Jordan's like, "She'll sleep with you." Like, and Brian's like, <laughs> nearly falls out of his chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like goes hysterical. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes. He just saunters up to the girl and gets her number for Brian. And Brian's just like, "This is how you live." <laughs> Because I think, I mean, I don't know if she would sleep with Brian, but I think Jordan's just trying to teach him a lesson. And be confident, and that's yeah. when she'll sleep with you. Right. Or pay attention, you know, go out with you. Yeah. Um, I did like the scene where Angela sits down to have a chat with Jordan, and he immediately asks to have sex with her. And she just starts laughing and laughing, and then just walks out of the room laughing. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Nettie's uh, trivia says, you know, Ted, John Prosky. As a senator from Scandal and congressman from True Blood. He does look like a congressman. Yeah. Uh, oh, when yeah. Sharon talks about Brad Pitt, he was still early in his career, known for Thelma and Louise, Interview with a Vampire, and A River Runs Through It, that dual movie with all the fishing, according to Ryan. <laughs> yep. And the German and French names are the same. No making stuff. Try to pronounce the words. Resolution. Yeah. So... Uh, there's also we should talk about the Sharon and Kyle stuff. Speaking of Brad Pitt, like Sharon is using Kyle to have sex with her, but it's also because they get together and watch a Brad Pitt movie. She gets excited over Brad Pitt and has sex with him, and, <laughs> and then she feels terrible about herself. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the episode, like Kyle's like has Thelma and Louise ready to go, and she's like, "Oh, I guess so." <laughs> um. I like that Uncle Neil showed back up in this episode. Yay! <laughs> Uncle Neil. Oh, yeah. And I love it because Neil is like the one that's been kind of hip. Like, Neil's like me. Like, we both know what's going on with Graham here. We know uh, uh, that Graham is going to cheat. It's coming. Yeah, and then <laughs> Neil has to... Because Patty's starting to be suspicious. Or she's jealous... You know, like her, like as her resolution says, she's going to lighten up. 
and yeah. and it finally hit me that's that's the point of Hallie. Hallie is so loose and so you know whatever and i I'm, I'm not gonna be on time I refuse to be on time I'm not gonna play by the rules I'm not gonna park legally uh so <laughs> Hallie is the exact opposite of um of Patty. And Patty's starting to be suspicious, and so Patty's talking to Neil, and he has to pretend like he doesn't know anything about Hallie, even though he's heard all about her in the restaurant. No, he doesn't know. He doesn't know about Hallie. He knows about Graham's past. He knows about the girl that Angela caught him talking to in front of the house. So he's just thinking, oh, God, this is happening again. And that's why he asked Graham, he's like, what did you do? You know, <laughs> um, we're now walking through the house and stuff. Come on, Daisy. It's okay. Come on in. It's, I'm letting the blind dog in, the blind crippled <laughs> deaf dog. Um, so I, um, yeah, so this kind of works towards the conclusion of Graham wanting to uh, open the restaurant. He's missed out on so much in his life. Jerk. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, uh, Patty is like relieved because, you know, she thought that he was about to say something like, oh, I'm in I'm in love with Hallie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just wrote here. I was like, sorry, he's still going to he's totally going to cheat on you. <laughs> Can we just go ahead and add these two episodes together? Oh, uh, oh, sure. Yeah, because uh, 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 Camille meets Hallie. Ah, uh, Camille, another and, yeah. I'm glad to see her again too. And instantly hates her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then tells Patty about how uh, you know so and so knew that her husband was having an affair with the secretary because she would because he would get mad at her and they would argue and unless you know you can't get riled up about somebody unless there's passion there. Exactly. And this is what I was trying to talk about like a couple weeks ago. Like these guys keep going back and forth, back and forth. And then Graham is keeps saying to his wife, like how annoyed he is with her all the time. It, there's something going on there. It's not just that's that's a sign that something's going on. <laughs> that he's attracted to her if he can get yeah. that upset about her. But I mean, she is frustrating. If you, well, you know, people that, that frustrate me at like my job or my regular life, but I don't. I don't let them, you don't let them bother you. Like yeah, I don't. She bothers I don't bring him. Them home with me, you know. I don't know. I guess there are some people that bother me that much, but I don't know. It's a flawed theory, but <laughs> I, in TV dramas, I can see that the, they've intentionally made Graham really irritated at this girl because he's got some sort of feeling towards her. Well, and but it's attached to the to the restaurant too. And I, I think that they're using the restaurant. He's like non-committal to the restaurant, where he's like, he kind of wants to cheat, but he's, you know, he keeps saying it would be a huge risk, you know, for my family. So I think yeah. they're u- they're using the restaurant as, as like a stand-in for, you know, his fidelity to Patty. That's that's a good observation, yeah. And there's things that happen, like they have this cute little mix-up. Oh, where they're supposed to meet, and you can see Camille just like <laughs> steaming over this stuff. Like she sees right through it. Um, and then when they like, like who 
brings Chinese to a bar? <laughs> What's going on there? Um, well, Patty she, for sure would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes through this whole thing where it's like, we're about to become partners, so we have to tell the truth. I'm a pain in the ass. I'm a Jewish girl from Texas. I'm your worst nightmare. I'm your worst nightmare. And Graham, Graham is like stunned by her. He's like, and he says, every conversation with you is like the first one. So it's like, I think he's really excited by her, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or was it her saying that about him? No, it works either way, yeah. She said that about him because she couldn't get anywhere with him. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. She's so like open about things. And of course, we find out that she she and Brad broke up because Brad had some suspicions that they didn't quite talk about. But yeah, he had a theory. She, he had a theory. Yeah, it's he's totally going to cheat. <laughs> it's just happening. Um, uh, Patty talks. Uh, da, 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 what the heck happened? Oh. Graham, of course, is yeah. At the end, of the, I like the the end of the ep- uh, second episode. He's like still like irritated about Hallie, and she's always late. She's always parking illegally. She drives me crazy. And and Patty's like, "You guys fight?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we fight all the time." And she flushes the toilet and leaves, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, dude, take a hint. She's on to you. But this is after she has a conversation with Rayanne and finds out that Rayanne cheated. Uh, well, I mean that Rayanne and Jordan slept to get uh, were together or intimate in the back seat of his car. No. And Angela found out. It, but Patty can kind of relate to Rayanne because Patty, it, the same thing happened to her. She uh, slept with Camille's. Crush, right, or the other way around? I can't remember. Yeah, Patty slept with the the guy oh, okay. that Camille had a crush on. Even when you say, because this was the whole point, even when you say it's okay, I'm over him, you're really not. No. It's still it's still not cool. Because <laughs> um. because uh, Rayanne thought it would be okay. Because can we talk about how that wonderful scene when uh, Angela? <laughs> Wakes up and she's like, "Ding, I'm over him." Angela dancing and singing "Violent Femmes Blister in the Sun" uh, made me so happy. Yeah, and you know, I I just wrote in capital letters. I was like, "Oh my god, I've done the same thing." Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and it's also in singles. Oh, it is Bridget, the same song. No, not the song, but Bridget Fonda's character. You know, she she's trying to make it work with uh, Matt Dillon, and she wakes up right. one day. And she was like, "I'm over him. That's it." Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh, I feel like I want to get into betrayal stuff, but I, we should talk about Ricky. I I don't know. There was not much to say. Ricky yeah. Just, like he hears from he hears Patty and Graham talking about. How they need to help him or need to figure out what's going on. Yeah, he hears the, he doesn't hear the, oh, Ricky is such a great kid. He's doing, he rearranged the the linen closet. All they hear is, we've got to talk to his aunt and uncle. We can't let him stay here anymore, blah, blah, blah. And so he tries to go home. And then Mr. Katipski sees him trying to get in touch with his family and they've left. They have moved and he can't find them. He's still calling him Enrique. I mean, I guess at this point it's like, oh, that's something they have because at the end he calls him 
Ricky and he's and Ricky is taken taken aback by like why did you call me? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I like how this is uh, mixed in with Katimski trying to quit coffee and is becoming more and more psychotic through the episode. <laughs> Especially this that one scene, scene where, where he goes to the chases and he makes Patty cry, and Patty's yes. like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he totally loses his shit, but no, there's a, there's another scene also. Yeah, that's 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 probably better. But there's there's a scene where they cut to him teaching the drama class, and he's just making them roar. And he's like roaring, like <laughs> like I don't know, crazy. Um, yeah. So, but there's it's so sad when you see Ricky like out in the street. He's on the phone calling, and and Katimski knows that Ricky doesn't have a place to go. And it turns out Katipski's also got a husband or a boyfriend that he's kind of keeping secret. Well, I figure know? in 1994, it's his boyfriend, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, and but, then the whole thing of, like, I, I care about this kid, but, you know, if I'm here in this situation and I take a kid in, a student of mine... Well, I mean, even if a kid comes to stay with him... Even if he's a teacher and they find out, right? It, you know, people still thought, you know, the worst. Well, obviously, back they, then. Need, they need a Joey Potter to lead a rebellion <laughs> against any of these people. So screw them. You don't know my life. There, I quoted James Vander Bequals at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, roots. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. We're on episode 70 at this point. Crazy. Wow. Um, is there anything else? Like, she's going to live with Katemsky, right? So, Well, just I guess I took it just until the uh, counselor slash Winnie Holtzman gets him set up in the uh, in the home that they were Pride trying to house. get. Pride house. It's where Simba lives. <laughs> what? No, no, not that kind of pride. Um, here's what Nettie says about resolutions. She loves hearing everyone's resolutions. I think all of them are good follow-ups on the previous episodes. Why is Angela doing Jordan's homework? Because it's any reason to have any contact with Jordan. That's right. Jordan's not knowing it's New Year's Eve. Illiteracy isn't his only problem. Well, to Jordan, (laughs) every day is New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's just whatever. He doesn't have to worry about dates. But I'm really glad it went to peer concealing. Sorry? Peer counseling? Must, must have. Uh, it must be about tutoring, about how. I, re- I thought it was kind of surprising that Jordan would let um, Angela sign him up for tutoring. I figured he would have too much pride to do that. No, it sounded like he was just like, you don't need. Yeah, I'm using you. You're doing my homework for me. You know, yeah, I feel, you know. I feel like so a terrible person. He's just going to take her help and do what she says, but. What? <laughs> oh, it took me a minute to get this reference. Nettie says, Brian and Jordan reminds me now of Clay and Jeff. Clay and Jeff. Clay. 13 Reasons oh. Why. <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, no, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon's relationship status, it's complicated. She needs Facebook to help her figure this out. <laughs> I think it's refreshing to have a plot like this on TV. I can't believe it was on the air in the in the 90s. Pretty cool. Even Patty knows Graham is on the verge of having an affair. By the end of this episode, I think Graham knows it too. Yeah. 
Ricky's family move without telling him. Sounds far-fetched, but it, this happened to a friend of mine. Look, I wouldn't doubt... People are awful. Like, I wouldn't doubt anything. You know. Uh, the shelter the Ricky goes to, not that far off the condemned building he was squatting in. I totally forgot about Katemski and his partner. It's sad to think that he's not worried that taking his student home is crossing a line, but more if it gets out that he's gay, he can lose his job. I wish I could say that was a long-gone worry. I was screaming at my scene, 69 Krasimski, this is the day that 69 works on phone booths. Oh, star 69. (laughs) 69. (laughs) This is the day that star 69 works on phone booths. Also, did you notice all the landlines in this episode? It was really obvious to me how different life was with uh, with landlines. Yeah. You probably call (laughs) 1-800-COLLECT-1010-220. Uh, let's else? see uh, betrayal uh, how uh, Rayanne tried out for the part she pretends to be Angela while Angela pre- <laughs> you know when Angela goes okay Angela is likes Corey and she goes to paint the trees and then she shows up later and asks and she's got her hair braided and she asks him if he's got anything to drink she yep. was she was pretending to be Rayanne. Yep, that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and it does the opposite of it scares him away. So yeah, because he's not interested in Rayanne; he's interested in Angela. And then uh, betrayal. Angela hurt Ricky because Ricky liked Corey. Because every time Angela would go to talk to Corey, Ricky would pop up. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even, but that, um, that I wasn't even, I was like Angela. I wasn't like paying attention to it. Like, I think I was aware of it, but I thought maybe he was just like, whatever, kind of a crush on a guy because he's cute. Like, oh, I'm genuinely interested in this person. And, yeah, yeah, like dismiss- dismissing his feelings because, well, it can't, your feelings can't be as strong as mine because. You're, you know, or whatever. It, like dismissing it because there's more of a chance because he's straight. Yeah. You know. When, how would, how does she know? Still, it would be like, yeah, exactly. Um, I was glad to see Abyssinia again and be able to write that beautiful name down. <laughs> Abyssinia. Yeah. Uh, Nutty says, let's see, for her. Uh, feedback for Betrayal. Abyssinia is back. I love the continuity in this show. Why do TV shows love having schools put on Our Town? Exactly. I have... <laughs> I've never seen this play. I've never seen any school do this play. But on television, I hear about this play <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that it had to do with ghosts. But it sounds like the perfect play for high schoolers to put up. Yeah. Like my kid was in drama for four years in high school, and this play never came up. Like I think there's like an absence of sets too. Like there's like a couple of ladders, I think, and uh, you know, a couple of chairs. There's not a lot of set design to do, uh-huh. so it's mostly focusing on you know the drama. Uh. Um. Oh, sorry. Continue. Sorry. Uh, schools don't often do shows that aren't musicals, right? Not in my experience, at least. Well, Morgan School, they did a mixture because it de- it depended on if they had a year with a lot of singers. They did a lot of musicals. If they didn't, they didn't do very many musicals. So it just depends on the 
the talent. But our school is very small. Other schools that are big may have a bigger pool to pull from. So yeah, people like I had a big public school K through twelve. We did a musical in the fall and or like the winter, and then um, a spring drama. So mm. one year I was playing Tommy Albright in Brigadoon, and in the uh, spring I was uh, Anne Frank's dad. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just the way we did things. Yeah, there was one year Morgan's group. They did eight plays in one year. Uh huh. All right. Uh, more? Before he, I can unleash all my notes here. Why does Angela like all the boys Ricky likes? Grr. <laughs> and thankfully, he makes her painfully aware of how she makes him feel. Yep. Rayanne about our town dead people would never come back to visit like that would ever happen is a reference to the Christmas episode. Oh, yeah. Yep. Brian is the worst cameraman, making me dizzy with all that shaky cam. Also, he reminded me of Tyler in 13 Reasons in this episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Especially when things are about to happen and he's still standing there with his camera. I'm like, dude. Yeah, that's kind of sick. Yeah, kind of pervy. And I don't understand why he had a video camera when this was like they needed pictures. Mm-hmm. Well, he he said he wanted to make a year-end video and she and they basically told her, Told him not to make it too, you know, too detailed or too involved. Just do a little bit. And he so. he had to be told where wherever where does everybody hang out? I don't know. Uh, apparently sure. the bronze. Ah, <laughs> that's what I called this place that they went to. There's pool. There's pool games going on. There's drinking. There's yeah. The real reversal of Angela and Rayanne is unsettling. I like how Katibsky makes Angela and Rayanne do the scene together. He is not clueless at all. I like him one more each episode. Same. Uh, this The episode Betrayal is Sexaholics in Germany and <laughs> Trahison on video, Betrayal on video in France. Oh. Rayanne auditions for the part of Emily in the Pulitzer Prize winning play Our Town written by Thornton Wilder. And first produced in 1938. In this tale of love, life, love, death, life, love, and death, as the names of the three acts indicate, the character of 14-year-old Emily is the opposite of Rayanne's sweetness. Sweet and innocent, a top student at school engaged to a doctor's son. When will we see her again? When we see her again nine years later, Emily has just died in childbirth but lingers to say goodbye to the things she loves. At the end of the episode, Rayanne gives a moving performance of Emily's farewell monologue and performance, a performance she claimed is based on her imitation of Angela for her purity and kindness. Yep. And I really love that Rayanne, like, takes it, it, you know, like, doing that there in front of Angela, it makes the lines that she's saying more so poignant, and she's, like, sobbing. And you see, you see Angela trying not to sob, but... Then that little Claire Dane's chin starts quivering. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dang it, you're supposed to be over Jordan. Quit crying over Jordan. But it's not that she's crying over Jordan. She's crying over her friend's betrayal. Exactly. My iPad just died. Your what? My iPad just just died. Is all your notes are gone? (laughs) Yeah, it's just out. All right. Well... I'll just read my notes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay.
Okay, so uh, what has been mentioned? Uh, I like seeing Delia again. Yeah, and Brian um, being so awkward around her. Yeah, um, Brian gets the camera. The first thing he focuses in on is uh, Sharon's boobs. <laughs> um, that was funny. Um, and uh, Rayanne imitating Angela's cry was great. <laughs> it's just like kind of meta, you know. Um. So yeah, I did mention that I was spoiled uh, in the last podcast, but yeah, I was I I read ahead and saw that Rayanne slept with slept with uh, Jordan. And that's oh. all I really knew. Um. So, um. So you knew about this already. So I don't know. I I guess I'll my my reaction was just like I don't know. It it didn't seem like they were doing it out of you know it, it would have been. Worse if they did it like spitefully, like like Rayanne was like mad at Angela, and mm-hmm. so she decided to sleep with Jordan, or Jordan was mad at Angela for not sleeping with him. Then he so he decides to sleep with her best friend. It was more like they're just hanging out and getting each other, you know, and drinking. There's alcohol wears down the rationality. It just kind of happened. There are two people that had two teenagers that have sex, so I guess they're more likely to not. Yeah. Make it a big deal. Yeah. And it was kind of weird that they both like talking about how naive and innocent Angela is before they start making out. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, – and, and just the, this this thing where he just kind of like – they get ma- heavily making out. Then he just kind of steps away, opens the door and doesn't look at her and just kind of offers his backseat. And so it's kind of up to her whether or not she's going to go into it. But there's no like eye contact. It seemed kind of like well, Cold. They're res- yeah, they're like resigned to do this, you know. Said so that there was almost like sad, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, they're awkward around each other afterward. Yeah, uh, I did like to see how the rumor gets back to the, the knowledge of this happening gets back to Angela. It's like Brian doesn't know who to say. He tells Sharon, who Sharon is just like. Has to tell um, uh, Angela, and then she's kind of like, "Should I?" You know? Yeah, because you you know it's going to get back to her somehow. Yeah, I love how Brian like tells Delia to step away so he can tell her the information. Tell Sharon and, the information, and then, and then immediately as- Sharon goes and tells Delia. That's so high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I thought it was really weird. Um, oh yeah, I guess the, a couple of clothing i mean i noticed that people are wearing overalls when they paint and i guess that's you're supposed to that's that's what overalls are for to kind of cover up your clothes but it was just funny to see a couple of people i think brian and ricky are both wearing overalls or maybe it's angela too i forget angela's Uh, wearing overalls ricky's wearing overalls yeah uh Brian has a shirtless scene in this episode and it's really awkward because he's got his headphones on, he's listening to music and his hands are down below where the camera line is and he's doing a lot of jerking around so you're like <laughs> what am I watching here yeah. for a second? <laughs> yeah, is is or is that supposed to give us the idea of she's walking in on him in a very uh-huh. uh inopportune time? Uh, and, uh, yeah, Angela comes through the tape and Brian says that she shouldn't see it. So I don't know. What what did you think about Angela in this? I mean, did you think that she was justified in how angry she was or? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't so. matter. Bros I mean, before hoes, no matter what. Even when, <laughs> even when somebody says they're over them, they're really not. Yeah. Not, um, not cool. Ricky gives some great uh, um, advice to Angela as usual, like, and it's just like, don't let their stupid actions control you. You got to lead your own life. Um, and it was so sad when Rayanne finally gets the part and she's got nobody to talk to. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Angela. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when Angela finds out ab- about Rayanne, they have P.E. and she skips ahead of a girl. She asks the girl if she could get ahead so she could get up to Rayanne because Rayanne had avoided her. Yeah. So she gets close to her to as, as like she's saying, okay, if you don't speak to me right now, I know it's true. <laughs> And Rayanne ignored her, and then the bell rang. And then later on, uh, Ricky yelled at Rayanne, "How did you? Yes. How could? How could you did? How could you have done this to, to her? She's your friend." And Rayanne said, "She didn't even hear my side of the story." Well, she, it's not her fault. She gave you opportunity to explain yourself, and right. you avoided her. And then when Rayanne had good news, things were going on. Excuse me. Things were going good for Rayanne, and she wanted to talk to her friend about it. Uh, Angela was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite scene in this episode was well, probably one of them. I'm not sure if it's my favorite, but it's a great one. Uh, Jordan uh, and tries to talk to Angela by just like returning a pencil. That yeah, made. and she's like, "I'm not sure if you let me this one." And then he's like, he gets like. Upset, he's like, well, "Give it back then," and she's just like, "No," and walks away with it and, p- and puts it in the garbage. Oh, she put it. In, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, she threw it in the trash can. Oh, amazing! Because she was giving him an opportunity to explain himself too. He he didn't, and then she was like, "I'm going to assert my power in this situation, and I'm mm-hmm. going to say no. I'm not giving this pen back," and then throws it away. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've talked about the rest. I mean, the rest is just uh, Rayanne's rehearsal. And I did note, note that her hair is like all down and straight. And I don't know if she was still trying to model herself after Angela, but she looked really nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and yeah, where Katemski tells Rayanne to stop acting is what makes her start sobbing through the lines. Oh, yeah. That's the typical TV acting coach coaching. Stop acting. Just do it. <laughs> oh, Okay. Anyway, that's all the notes I have. Uh, yep, I think that's about it. <laughs> so next week is the finale. Yay! This is this is uh, this was nice. Yeah, it's a uh, great show. I'm glad to fill in that little bit of a void of yeah, and I'm glad that uh, God in this iZombie finale week we we're only talking two episodes at a time and we can just talk about my so-called life for like a half hour. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna watch Weekend and In Dreams Begin Responsibility. Responsibilities. In Dreams Begin Responsibilities. So hopefully Graham will realize his mistake, not open the restaurant with Hallie Lowenstein. Lowen. Mm-hmm. Tell her goodbye. We have no reason to have anything to do with each other anymore. Maybe go open a restaurant on his own. Be happy with Patty. Or maybe the opposite, complete opposite of that. That's definitely going to happen. As a matter of fact, I think they're going to get 
towards the opening of the restaurant and they're going to end up sleeping with each other and then they're going to, you know, dissolve their partnership after that. Uh-huh. You know, Graham feels an immense amount of guilt. And then hopefully Jordan and Angela will have a real conversation for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one we've been waiting all season for. <laughs> uh-huh. Actually open his mouth and say what's on his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully Ricky's family will show up. Hopefully, uh, I, th- I think uh, I, I'd love to see Ricky and Katimsky and Katimsky's uh, partner, you know, having a house together and being happy. Uh, that will only end in Katimsky being unemployed. Nineteen ninety four, and hopefully Danielle can wear lipstick to the pizza parlor. Oh gosh, just give Danielle a bunch of scenes. I just well, just a one last great run of Danielle. I, I want to see Danielle at school with her friends. Yeah, Danielle MVP of uh, uh, MSCL. All right. All right. Next week. Bye. Bye.